0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag podcast every Wednesday, where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre. They committed human sacrifice. I did bring up human sacrifice. Yes, <laughs> you sure did. That just went my just Kinda to, to casually toss that out. I would like to have an alien hatchet young inside. Oh shit! Really? She saw world peace, and I saw demons coming out of the wall.
2: I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office, and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got in trouble.
0: <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods. To live in reality and you're naked and screaming it's like
1: <laughs> follow us for free on apple podcasts and all major podcast platforms
0: for more information go to chinwagpod.fm and find enlightenment through our instagram or tiktok at chinwagpod or on twitter at Chinwag_Pod. underscore pod
1: hey what's going on boys and girls well energy Energy coming out of me right come now. Coming off, yeah, coming off a vacation and
0: you all rested up. You
1: saw a movie that you love. A movie that I like. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I watch, now on the rewatch. I realize this is one of those movies that I've always consumed like parts that I like.
0: Right. And right, right. watch
1: it start to finish. And I'm like I, I can see why. <laughs> At first, like, y'all, wow, that movie's funny. Then I realized, no, parts of it are funny. Lines are funny. Scenes are funny. Overall. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Um yeah, this is the first time I'd watched it all the way through. I'd only seen probably three scenes of the movie. And uh and man, that is uh that was quite the endeavor by the Wayans brothers. You know what it took seven people to write that movie?
1: Uh yeah. The story was Keenan Sean and Marlon, but then the writers, they had yeah, I guess they they had to were, punch some people up. Yeah, they had to. The- Punched the shit out of that. You know, uh, you know, you know. Hold on, let me close my door. But in the meanwhile, you guys know what that movie is, right? You know, it's a reboot, right?
0: A reboot of
1: "Some Like It Hot," starring. Oh Peter yeah, Hot. oh. Yeah. No, I, by the way, I realized it the first time I ever saw the movie. Oh, I did said, you? Oh, yeah, because it's it's there's too many parts that are just exactly like "Some Like It Hot." The only difference is in "Some Like It Hot," they're running from the mob um well i guess we could get this into this with the,
0: yeah, it's the interesting. With the i was thinking about this earlier when i was listening to levitar show from yesterday talking about the irishman trailer is that i don't feel like the mob is a thing anymore in terms of like movie tropes like it's it's like we're not really making mob movies anymore but like the mafia mob movies
1: mob because the mob ain't as powerful as it used to be man
0: right yeah, yeah. but it's just, it's just kind of interesting like we had like Decades of that, and now, like, if you make a you make a mafia movie, like, it just feels old. Like, it already feels old. Was there
2: anything that's more recent than The Sopranos? Like, other
0: than like Gotti?
1: No, oh, and it got to be contemporary. Yeah, but th- right? that's not a
0: period piece. Like, oh, Gotti. it's not a period piece. Oh man. Yeah, I guess The Sopranos would be it. Or uh, analyze this. It's like the exact same time
2: as the Supreme time, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Analyze that.
2: <laughs> right. Is it possible that the mafia went down with the advent <laughs> of cell
1: phones? <laughs> a- uh, no, the, a- the mafia went down. The 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 person who gets credit for the demise of the modern of the mafia was is uh is a, the Gambino family. It's Gotti. It's yeah. Sammy the Pole. All that like like sammy the Bull was like yeah i'll talk and we're like what what happened to omerta and all that shit and because Gotti, Gotti broke all the rules by a taking out uh paulie castellano who was a made guy and he just did it like in the middle of broad daylight or whatever and then Gotti further broke the rules by like being all up in the videos and on the papers and like yeah i'm the mob boss like where it's like supposed to be a secret
0: so. yeah Now he wanted the spotlight what, a, what an amazing – I, 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 want, I want to be in the, I want to be in the, uh, the room where they named the sequel to Analyze This, Analyze That.
1: Oh, I, I believe it was the last thing they came up with. <laughs> right? Like, come on. What are we going to say? Analyze This too. No. You know what I like? This is what I really love. When Hollywood has a room full of people rack their brains night and day to come up with a witty sequel name. And then you go to the movie theater and they're like, fuck it. It's just called Analyze This 2. Let's not be <laughs> cute. Right? You where, where you're going like to the, the Showtime right. shit, they just say, Analyze This too. Uh, Scream like, 2. Uh, like, Scream <laughs> 2. Screen 2. Well, like whatever, you know, whatever the movie sequel is, they don't call it like, it wasn't Too Fast, Too Furious. It was like Fast and Furious 2. Like, let's, <laughs> let's not, no, don't be cute with me. I'm going to Tokyo Drift Fast 3. Like, that's yeah. it.
0: And then they did do Fast 5 because 4 was just Fast and Furious. Yeah. No those in there.
1: Oh, But, but it, it's it still out. just said Fast 4 on. on right, I mean, yeah. you went to like, like, fuck you and your cutesy little names. We know. What we're doing. But
0: they switched it up for 7 when they did Furious 7. You know? And then Fate of the Furious.
1: I uh, know, but, but but whatever it would say with Fate of the Furious. Oh, it's, oh on it, the
0: thing it says F8. F8, yeah.
1: It says Fast 8, like I'm not fucking around, like we're not here for your cute names, says the movie theater owner. The people just want to know. It's the new Fast and Furious. Here it goes.
0: You should just put that up there. It's the new Fast and Furious, dummy. Buy a ticket.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm holding go. a mic in my hands and now I'm talking yeah. all the oh, okay. <laughs>
0: When we break down the movies you're afraid to admit you love. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Amin Hassan, Anthony Mays, pushing buttons on the show. Uh, this week on Cinephobe, it's the 2004 comedy, White Chicks, starring oh. Sean Wayans and Marlon Wayans. Uh, it's directed and, by Keenan Ivory Wayans. And
1: uh, hold on. Hold on. We got This cast, look, this cast put people on the map, right? First of all, Terry Crews.
0: Terry Crews, well, it was his big break.
1: That was his big break. Some people might say Friday After Next. Some people might say, oh, he was in Training Day. He was uncredited in Training Day. And Friday After Next was more of a niche film. This had, a, I think, a wider release than Friday After Next. Yeah. Um, and obviously he stole the show because in the other movies he just played, well, although like the Friday After Next character was kind of funny, a guy who was fresh out of jail, but still kind of a very hood trope. And this was a very different character, showed a different side of Terry Crews that the world did not know. And by the way, you know who else is in this movie? Who? Busy Phillips. Yes. That's right.
0: I wouldn't say this this put Busy Phillips on the map.
1: I'd never heard of her or seen her until this movie. Freaks and Geeks.
0: Freaks and Geeks, man. Uh,
1: That show that was on for two weeks or whatever. Whatever. Cult
2: following? You want to talk about something that launched a thousand careers?
1: That was... Uh It didn't launch any of their careers. That's the whole point. It didn't launch any of their careers. They had to go and find something else to launch their careers. And then people went back and said, oh, you know who was the, who? those she guys was, were in? It was in this.
0: She was also on Dawson's Creek for like 40 episodes. Was she? Yeah.
1: Oh, According she to, didn't to have IMDb. A- Okay, well, this was in a time, Zach, where if you were on TV, that's all you were. You were on TV to make the jump to the silver screen was impossible. You were the movie star or a yeah. TV star?
0: No so it lost your career experience. It lost your career and then she wasn't in another major movie for five more years.
1: Sometimes it's a slow burn. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so busy Phillips is in this. Um, we've got a couple other uh, familiar faces, Frankie Faison, uh, who's Commissioner Burrow. In uh, yeah.
1: the Wire, I want to talk about someone who's parlayed one role.
0: Yeah, man, into, he is typecast.
1: But but he's got like, if you need someone to play a, an irate police chief in your Hollywood movie, yeah. there is only one name that you go to, and you only go to other names when you can't afford that name. And that name is Frankie Faison, ladies and gentlemen.
0: And he's great at it. He really is. Awesome. Like he's good at it every time. Uh, Lachlan Monroe, who some me some people may remember from Dead Man on Campus, which was one of my favorite comedies from the '90s.
1: Which the one hilarious-
0: was? He? He's Cliff. He's the crazy guy. He's like the weird, like the crazy, like uh, oh,
1: the guy like who- frat
0: bro who yeah, wants yeah, yeah. to like fuck everything gotcha. and every- yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, who he's in Dead Man on Campus. Oh, he's yeah, he's the the panty sniffing. He's the white FBI agent.
1: Yeah, white FBI agent. And then also uh, the guy who plays Vanderfeld or whatever. Yeah, Vander- John Kev- Hurd yeah yeah and but he has like a drug problem right no he's dead oh so well he this... might
0: have had a, d- a drug problem that led to him dying but he died like two years two years ago last year something like that two years ago yeah right. um, yeah he's the That's... dad from home alone
1: yes yes he is
0: Pretty um, good cast. it's a, not a bad cast and, and again directed by keenan ivory waynes uh written by the waynes brothers um here's the synopsis for white chicks Two disgraced FBI agents go way undercover in an effort to pre- protect hotel heiresses, the Wilson sisters, from a kidnapping plot. Here's the thing that surprised me. I mean, there's no tagline. All these movies have taglines. I looked. I there's just, no tagline for this movie. It's white chicks. That's it what was you just need. Sean Wayans and Marlon Wayans are white chicks. That was the whole movie post.
1: That's a tagline. There I guess that's a, well, okay. I guess Our, that's
0: yeah. the tagline. Thirty seven million dollar budget for the movie gross seventy million in the US, 113 Boom. million worldwide. So that's a that's a big hit. Yeah. yeah. Well Blockbuster, yeah. That's extreme uh before we get into the rest of this uh movie and spoilers and all that you can find white chicks it's available on showtime if you want to stream it uh Uh,
1: really so really quick fun fact uh, i told you guys before we started recording or maybe you you guys are going to use it anyway either way this is actually a reboot of a very famous movie called some like it hot that was made back in the 50s it starred uh tony curtis it starred marilyn monroe i believe that was her first Jack Lemon, I believe that was her first acting role. I'm not sure. Um, but it's a very similar, very, very, in some places, almost identical plot, uh, save some small uh, differences. For instance, some like It Hot, it's two musicians who are on the run from the mob because they witnessed the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Yeah. Um, in yeah. this case, it's two disgraced FBI agents who are trying to save their jobs.
0: Right, exactly. Uh, it is actually the fourth to last movie she made.
1: Oh, well. Either way,
0: yeah.
1: Fuck her. Um, <laughs> wow. Homewrecker.
2: Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Some like it hot was the movie where she n- tried to deliver the line "Where's the bourbon?" over forty times without getting it right. Nice. That's a tough one. Yeah, Bourbon's it's, a it's, tough word.
1: It's even. It's even. T- it's even tougher when you're when you know where the bourbon is. It's inside you.
2: Once you get past uh, like sixteen <laughs> takes. You know, you, you're already screwed. You're you're done.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I just love the fact that the the studio was just so uncompromised. Like, no, she can't say booze, hooch, or any other. Just yeah, generic. She has to say bourbon. I wrote this.
0: So uh, let's get to the Rotten Tomatoes score and the reviews. Uh, White Chicks receives a 15% from critics on 123 Jesus. reviews. The audience, though. on over 32
1: million ratings. There you go. 32 million. 32 million, or excuse me, 16 to 18 million people can't be wrong. (laughs) Uh, Maybe they can. So here's some of the reviews. Uh, And
0: most of these are from the time, from 2004. Uh, I think, I think all the ones I included from 2004, except for maybe one, uh, which was more recent, but uh, Amy Simmons of Time Out said most gags are as weak as they are derivative, offering little incentive to suspend one's disbelief. And as for the gender politics, well,
1: Time out you can only cool. imagine. Oh, well, well, that's that's funny that even in 2004.
0: It was yeah, even in 2004, they're like, I don't know about
1: this. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's definitely a lot of problematic parts to this. Movie.
0: Uh, Rick Kasanek of Film Threat said. Think Mean Girls, rewritten by Joe Piscopo. Well,
2: That's kind I mean, of harsh.
0: Yeah. Joe Piscopo's uh, funny. <laughs> Nick Shager of Lessons of Darkness compliments the awfulness of its protagonist's Caucasian camouflage with putrid bathroom humor, uh, pitiable romance, and brainless racial-slash-social commentary.
1: Divisive, oh, I mean. You know what I hear? I hear hit dog holler.
0: Uh, Kevin Carr of Fat Guy at the Movies, let's forget about the clunky plot and shallow characters. Let's forget about the racist undertones of the film. Bottom line, the white chicks scare me. Seriously, they're freaky looking. They are the stuff of nightmares.
1: They are freaky looking. I will agree with the fat guy at the movies on this, although – I will point out to the fat guy at the movies what many white people don't realize it is impossible for black people to be racist in this country because <laughs> racist implies some sort of power structure. You could be prejudiced, you can't be
0: racist. Oh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of calls for racial undertones here. Uh, uh, Desan Thompson from the Washington Post.
1: Okay, come on, Desan. Banshee, I, I'm, I'm howling, howling awful. Oh, Deson. Desan. Desan. Uh,
0: Richard Roper from Eward and Roper.
1: Okay, it's the worst movie of the there. year. Oh, 2004 had a lot of bad movies.
0: I got I'm two sorry. positive reviews, I mean.
1: Get I me didn't too. want to kill
0: it, because I, I know you like this movie. Uh, Brian Orndor- Orndorf of FilmJerk.com. Jeez. Chicks does have its moments, mostly due to scene-stealing co-star Terry Crews and the rest yes. of the supporting cast and just enough laughs to make it worthwhile.
1: Yeah, that's about fair.
0: And then uh, Kamal... The diva Lorcel of three black chicks reviews. Wow. Check your brain at the door and giggle your butt
1: off. Yeah, see, there you go. Like people's suspension of disbelief. It's a. It's clearly a ridiculous movie, man. Like you're not supposed to be sitting here and like, well, actually, the FBI doesn't have operations in Iraq. So how could he threaten to send them? There? Like, don't, don't be that guy. Yeah,
0: I'm. Pro- I'm. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I mean, and say it wasn't that line that lost the audience. I don't uh-huh. think that's what it was. Uh so my thoughts going into this movie, I had only seen about two or three scenes on TV over the years. I'd never seen the full thing.
1: Which, which scenes had you seen?
0: I'd seen the bathroom scene. I had seen oh. the shopping scene. And uh-huh. I think I'd seen uh, I think I had seen the the fight uh when he fights the strippers. Wow. Like what which mean? is a very short scene, but I think I'd seen He's, that.
1: Hold on. You've never seen the Terry Crews, Marlon Wayne's date. I'd never seen it. Oh my god! It's like the best. That's literally I, I put iconic scene in my notes. Let's get started, man. I'm too Let's excited to talk about it. So
0: we're day. we're gonna kick it off. We're in New York City. Suspicious looking delivery men walk into uh, I guess it's the bodega, right?
1: The bodega. That's what, yeah. That's what, hence the characters. Uh,
0: and the Wayans <laughs> brothers are disguised as Latin stereotypes. I put. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon so- Wayne's has maracas in his hands. <laughs>
1: So this is what I wrote as my note. If you're not offended by LeBron Taco Tuesday, you have no right to be offended by this scene. Just throwing it out there.
0: Uh, I just want to know, it was Bossa Nova, but uh, we did discuss the potential um, overtones of LeBron's Taco Tuesday on a recent Basketball Buds episode, but it got Bossa Nova uh-huh.
1: over. It. All right. I'm, I'm uh, just, like, it's, it's funny because I, I, when I hosted the jump, it was on a, like on a Wednesday and, like, he had just done the Taco Tuesday yes the day before. That was the one that Anthony Davis was at. Yeah. And
0: they
1: we're like, hey, we're going to put this in and make some misses. like, I'm not touching that one. You're like, why? Yeah. I'm like, mm-mm. No, no. No, no. You saved that one for one Rachel sitting in the chair. I'm not doing this one.
0: um So they're just, they're just kind of dancing around. Ice cream delivery guys stop them, say they want the money, all this stuff. Uh, Marlon Wayans starts singing
1: Guantanamera. Well, the whole thing is that the delivery guys are Eastern European. Yeah, Eastern and European so guys. And so they're pretending that Marlon is speaking in Spanish and Sean is translating. But all Marlon is saying in Spanish is popular <laughs> popular Spanish songs like Guantanamera and La Bamba. And- oh, yeah, it's La Bomba. He, he, he sings these songs and then Sean turns around and says he says he wants to know the, if the product is pure or whatever, like what flavor the product is and all, all this stuff
0: uh, Turns they, out,
1: of course, yeah, go ahead
0: Yeah, they bring in, they bring in the ice cream uh, It's actually ice cream uh, They reveal their FBI agents They, they fight the delivery men uh, I wrote, fight choreography needs some work uh, yeah, They, they again, beat up like- the perps They pull off their fake chest hair uh, They show everything But it was not drugs. It was real ice cream. And then the actual drug dealers walk in. We have a bit of a shootout. Um, they had the wrong guys. And uh, I wrote reckless shooting by trained FBI agents as they face the street and fire wildly.
1: No, we're not, not going to do this. We're, we're, no? like, we're like it's heat and shit, man. Like-
0: <laughs> I might do this the rest of the show just because it's busy. <laughs> uh, the two ice cream trucks diverge in different ways as those two sets of delivery men get out of there. Uh, the Wayne's brothers give up. FBI chief uh, Frankie Faison uh, choose out them, choose them out. Marlon, in a, in a underlying story tone, you know, or underlying storyline uh, comes through where Marlon, while the chief is getting chew or is chewing him out, answers his cell phone, says, Baby, I can't talk right now. Then the chief answers his cell phone. It's also Marlon's. Uh, Marlon's,
1: Marlon's wife is very uh, demanding, let's say. Very demanding and
0: not trusting. Yes, and not trusting. Not trusting. The chief threatens to send them to Iraq, as you mentioned. Uh, There are are no FBI operations in Iraq,
1: right? I
0: don't know. All right, so Marlon goes home, uh, sees there's just a small Chinese food container in there. By the way,
1: before before we move on, uh, we're also introduced to the other uh, other set of cops, Gomez and Harper. uh, Harper. Yeah. Uh, and I put in my notes, I've always loved the tried-and-true trope of the rival police partners. Yeah, right? I Whenever I, the, does it work the, that way? I love it every single time. Every movie I see it when you have, like, these are our protagonists. And then there are the other guys who aren't really, like, evil or anything, but they're just kind of— Very competitive. Very, so if you think of Starsky and Hutch, Manetti, yeah. and whatever the other guy was. If you think of the other guys— um Damon Wayans Jr. Day- Damon Wayans Jr., yeah, and yeah. whatever the other guy is, uh, Rob Riggle. It, Rob Riggle, that's right. And then I wrote, what was the first rival police partner movie? And I think it's Beverly Hills Cop. Where they, they don't get a banana stuck in the time vibe. Remember them? Was, um?
0: was, uh, did Police Academy have rival cops? Or is that more hazing?
1: That was hazing. Okay. And then by the time they got to, I think, Police Academy 2 or 3, there was the other guy, remember, the, the oh, I can't remember his name, but they put the, the glue in his shampoo, and he's shampooing his head. But he wasn't really a, a rival partner with someone else. He was like the sergeant that everyone hated. Right, Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They put the glue and the shampoo and his hands are stuck to his, his hair and he comes out all naked and stuff. Yeah, that wasn't quite the same. That was just like the hard ass. Like right. that was more like Hogan's Heroes or whatever. Yeah, yeah I it. guess it was. It probably was Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, That's man. the and earliest one I can remember. You, and they never miss. I've never watched No, it's always them.
0: good. It's, it always, always works. It always drives the plot forward. Um, so Marlon sees he doesn't have much of a dinner there. He turns around. His girl says she's been waiting for him all night that he's, that she was worried about him he says it's 8 p.m what do you mean all night uh she's convinced he's cheating on him because it took him eight minutes to get from the bar back
1: home yeah well, and, first of all and, said, and Matt said,
0: quest says what, it says it should be what, six minutes
1: what took you why are you out so late and he says late and he looks baby it's only eight o'clock and then right. pan to the clock and at that point i think anyone watching this movie has to know okay we're going to be a little ridiculous Right. It's going to be ridiculous for fun's sake. And I was like, I laughed. I laughed. I oh, I, I, that,
0: was, that was a legitimate laugh for me when he says, baby, it's 8 o'clock. What are you talking about? That's a legitimate laugh for me. Um, and then she references MapQuest, which I put throwback. Because, man, Matt, we've talked about this, I think, on an earlier pod. But, like, MapQuest used to be a big deal.
1: Turning out MapQuest directions used to be such a futile kind of exercise, man. I mean, it was so disappointing.
0: It was disappointing and the pressure, the pressure to pay attention. When you're driving and you look, yes. you're going through, notes. It's like and if you go through notes. And if you had someone navigating for you by reading the notes, you're like, hey, hey, you paying attention? Right? Yeah. Like, like there was, this, like they they was some real – Yeah, they they're like talking. I'm like, yo, when do I turn, motherfucker? Like <laughs>
1: – <laughs> Oh, man, what a time.
0: He makes a joke basically about uh, – you think in the, in the two minutes of, of extra time, I, I had sex with somebody. And it's kind of a joke of, eh, he's quick, right? It's a, it's a, it's a quick sex joke. It's fine. Uh, as they're communicating their issues, uh, he immediately starts falling asleep. And they really hit this joke hard because it happens like four times in about a minute. My note here was
2: uh, Marlon Wayans comedy scouting report relies heavily on a very flexible and expressive face.
1: Yes, yeah. yes it does But and also, this, this is what I will say That a lot of people don't A lot of these jokes are recycled jokes If you ever watch the Williams Brothers show If yeah. you ever watched yeah. In Living Color If you ever watched uh, Some of their other movies Don't be a menace A lot of these jokes are recycled Like for instance, we're going to come up to it in a second But Marlon face against the glass
0: Yeah, that's that, a, that's that's a that's, staple
1: It's a staple, yep
0: um, so I, I think that's part of my issue with this movie is cause I used to watch the Wayne's brother show and I loved it. I thought they were and obviously issue. living, Col- living colors, like one of the most iconic shows of all time. Um, I don't feel like, I feel like they mailed it in on this movie.
1: Uh, well, I I, a lot of their movies. I mean, look, it's the, the problem is here, here's a problem with Wayne's brother's movies, right? Other than don't be a menace and more money like don't be well more money oh the ones earlier I'm gonna get you sucker I'm gonna get you sucker was like a
0: that's a that's like a legitimate parody yeah yeah
1: but 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 I'm saying like it it was i would say it was in the same neighborhood as as airplane in terms of like yes. you understand what you are making a parody of and you have a, a lot of attention to detail and nuance what makes it even more funny it's not unlike what I said the first time I saw um B. dot Brandon Armstrong. Yeah. First videos he used to do at his uncle's house in Atlanta, they were so detail-driven that it was like, yo, you really pay attention, man. You're not just saying, oh, he likes to do this, da-da-da. And then Don't Be a Menace was successful, and they came out with Scary Movie, and Scary Movie was more inclusive in terms of a cast. It was a movie that was geared to a wide audience versus Don't Be a Menace, which is a very niche audience. Right, but the attention to detail wasn't quite there, and the absurd right. overtook. And that well, scary movie made a shit ton of money and was a smash hit. And then after that, like they, they didn't
0: really it. have to try;
1: they mailed point, in right? everything. Yeah. and then that, that bred the whole sequence of not another teen movie, yeah, suck all these other parody movies that you see that are just non sequitur jokes that aren't even funny and all that. That was all because Scary Movie was half-assed and very successful, and that's why they all came out. Um, much in the same way that now all, you see all these parody people, like, oh, like Raptors be like. And then it's just like a guy pretending like he's quite like shooting a shot and then having a stone face. Right. Like, Look, I'm Leonard. There's no attention to detail. It's very low hanging fruit. It's not funny at all.
0: Right. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Sorry. Right, now we get into the real plot. FBI is worried about the Wilson sisters being kidnapped. Uh, this is clearly a play on the Hilton sisters. In fact, they almost called the movie The Miltons. Um, mm. Or, or no, they almost called they almost called the family the Miltons oh, okay. because it was a play on Hilton, and they thought that was a little too on the nose. Right. Uh, but nobody wants to pick up the uh, the sisters Again, from the
1: in, in two thousand and four Paris Hilton for our younger huge yeah I'm oh my god, right god one of the biggest like, like everywhere Kardashians now like that's what Paris Hilton was like back then yeah and Kim Kardashian was the ugly friend
0: right <laughs> her yeah. assistant yeah 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 she was the Paris Hilton was the Doctor J to Kim Kardashian's Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's what I'm. Trashbacks.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. It was like Paris Hilton was was Paris Hilton was the Wally Pip. To, oh. Ooh. Like, Wally Pip was the shit. People forget that he was the shit. Yeah. Then he got, and then Luke Garrick took over, and then it was a rap after that. Same thing. Paris Hilton was the shit, but then just like you just happens, Kim Kardashian was better yes. than Pete. At and
0: that feel, yeah, and Kim will probably have a disease written, or, you know, named after right yeah. at some point. So that's that's possible. Ready. Uh, uh, so nobody wants to pick up the sisters from the airport. They're all avoiding it, which means the Wayans brothers are going to get it uh, because they want to get in on this case. They want to be more involved, especially after their uh, fuck up at the bodega. Uh, I then put a note. I just noticed Marlon Wayans is wearing two hoop earrings. Yes, he that is. That was alarming. Yes, this is no- not something you see anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you see it one place uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. You do. You go to yeah. Charlotte Hornets game, you'll see a very well, not, large black man, <laughs> with large jeans on. Oh, he's not gonna be around.
0: No, I don't think he's gonna be around this year for more than maybe a, a Terry Rozier game or two. Uh, we get introduced to Ted Burton, who's the assumed yeah. kidnapper.
1: And what I say here is, why is Ted a nickname for Edward?
0: Yeah. So this is my thing about Hal versus Al. So Al is short for Albert. There is no Halbert, right? Uh, Edward is – or Ed is short for Edward. There is no Tedward. I know there's a Theodore, That's, but now we're getting rid of an H. I don't get that. I think Tedward well, no, I get
1: – te- a- I, get, I get Theodore turning into Ted because we just basically got rid of like a lot of the gunk in the middle. There's a lot of letters in Theodore for no reason. Ted, I can do that one. But Edward, why are we adding a letter here? No, we're adding a letter that does not already exist in Edward. Why are we doing that?
0: That's a good question. I mean, maybe Edward, maybe it was Edward Theodore Burton, Maybe he just went by Ted.
1: No, but then I'm I'm not saying for this character. I've seen it before, where people who are named Edward have the nickname Ted, and I just okay. don't get
0: it. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that either. Uh, but the Wayans brothers are are stuck with babysitting the sisters. Um, there is a moment where Sean Sean Wayans says uh, he wants to be on the streets. He doesn't want to babysitting these women, and uh, and Marlon Wayans calls him. Oh, uh, he says uh, something like, Blackie "Calm Chan.
1: down, Blackie Chan." Yeah, you'll get your chance, Blackie Chan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I giggled I, at that. These, but are, these are these are like the little lines that they put in there that are, you know, if, again, if you've watched any any weigh vehicle, they will often refer to people with, you know, uh, with with some sort of adjustment to a popular person, like,
2: right? I mean, in answer to, in answer to your question about the, the Ted-Edward situation, it's because so many people were named Edward in the Middle Ages that they tried to distinguish them. So they came up with a different type of nickname. So Ted and Ned Ed.
0: are short for Edward.
1: Oh, what Ned, lar-
0: Ned. What a largely unsatisfying answer, though.
1: Right? I, mixed, I like that. I like the idea that they like, just like, what shall we name him? Edward, not a— how are we going to tell them apart? Everybody <laughs> you know, was either
2: Richard, William, or Edward. It was like, I'll <laughs> call, call
1: this one Ted. For oh, sure. Part. The number of people who died, like, in the name of Christ, you did figure there would be a couple more Jesuses, Peters, and Pauls. But, you know, hey, that's just me. That's just me. That's me wondering about the Middle Ages. Um, no wonder you guys were living in caves, eating with your hands and stuff. Um, you guys. Hey, well, look, I ain't from there. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, we uh, we then find out that Marlon Wayans is lactose intolerant, and I wrote the note. I wonder if this information will come back later in the movie. Yeah, Chekhov's lactose intolerance. That's what I wrote.
1: I'll I put go. in the note at this point. I said, okay, so the movie starts a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point where I put in that note. I was like, all
0: right. Uh, the sisters get off the plane. When the Waynes brothers try to introduce themselves, one of the sisters interrupts and says, we already gave to the United Negro Fund.
1: Again,
2: Showing funny him. lot. Uh, was like, it? that's a funny yes,
1: one yes rich okay. white people disdainful of black people who seem to be hovering in there and they're like ah, what are they doing here
0: um uh, then the girls assume that the guys are chauffeurs the dog gets its own seat up front which means marlon is stuck in the back with the luggage and you guessed it i mean we get our first of multiple face pressed up against the glass joke with marlon wayans because he can contort his face so well
1: <laughs> love it
0: you love that i mean this is back to spies like it's, us with the g-force just, I was,
1: yeah i just like it's a funny like again it's not the first time i've seen him do it i've seen him do it in the, the waynes brothers where he's courting this girl and then he gets on the other side of the window and, and presses his face uh, look i'm scotty pippen <laughs> I'm like <laughs> see that's funny, that's, funny. I just, that's what i thought of when i because okay. i've seen it, seen it before
0: all right uh so now uh it's Labor Day weekend in the Hamptons. We find out that they're trying to get on the uh, on the cover of Hamptons magazine, and then we have a little bit of a, of a snafu. The dog tries to climb up on the dashboard. Everybody freaks out. The dog falls out of the side window. Uh, Sean Wayans grabs the leash as he's driving. He's I put. He's really struggling to pull in a six-pound dog. Uh, he gets the dog in. He drives off the road. Airbag uh deploys and hits the dog knocks him to the back and of course marlin's uh marlin's face is once again pressed up against the window
1: do it one more time
0: so they really hit it like within three minutes of each other four minutes
1: maybe yeah
0: they're like we got to have another one of those maybe
1: they went back to the well a little bit too often uh
0: the damage from the from the car accident uh one of the girls has a cut on her lip the other one has a cut on her nose they say they can't show themselves in the hamptons because they're trying to get on that uh the cover of Hamptons magazine again, they gotta be perfect. The girls threaten to call the owner of the FBI and to have a bitch fit. That's a quote. A uh, BF,
1: actually. A BF, a BF, right.
0: A BF, which is What's a bitch a fit. Yeah. Uh she's gonna write a letter of complaint. A letter, yeah. yeah, and shot. So that's like that's kind of a an, an original, like, I need to speak to a manager type of thing. I, I enjoyed yeah. that trope. I didn't think they were yeah. executed all that well, but I I appreciated it um and then uh and so then sean tries to get them to stay in the room all weekend so that the girls won't go to the hamptons um they're uh the guys are worried that they're gonna lose their jobs over this and then sean wayans has the idea they'll go undercover as the two they bring in a disguise team and no one at the fbi has any idea because the disguises are so well done i mean uh we get a montage of them putting uh the work together um in which I wrote the note, I wonder if these girls were cast because they look the most like Sean and Marlon out of everybody else in the casting call.
1: Okay, so first, yes. I've thought that many a time. Like, I look at them, I'm like, they don't look like them. Like, I would never confuse them. But but if you were going to have to find somebody. Yes, like, they couldn't do busy Phillips. Like, that's for sure, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, But the great thing about this scene is, first of all, I say, uh, there's a line in here, if I lose this job with these good benefits, and let me tell you, every black person who's ever been employed somewhere with benefits has had that thought go through their mind when their employment has been jeopardized. If I lose this job with these good benefits, (laughs) think about it all the time myself. I work at the Walt Disney Company. We get pretty good benefits. I always think, man, if I lose this job with these good benefits. Uh, The other thing was, I don't know if you noticed in Montage where they are, Prepping them and doing all this stuff, it starts with a clip from the Mel Brooks cinematic classic, Blazing Saddles. It says, "Where the white women at?" Yep. Starts with that. That is the that is the direct quote from Cleavon Little in uh in Blazing Saddles that they just ripped the sound and put in there. So fun.
0: Fun, I, fact, I enjoy- fun fact: I once wa- walked into a Vegas uh, bar at the Hard Rock Hotel to meet up with Jade and a, and, a, and a bunch of everybody. And when I walked up to the group, I did yell, where the white women at? And Jade spit a beer into Justin Verrier's face. Made him do a spit take. So Blazing uh, Saddles.
1: Not really, a, not really a fun fact, but I did enjoy the <laughs> the, tip of the hat, too. One sure. of the greatest movies of all time.
0: No, unless you ask Tony Medley, who did not like Blazing Saddles, apparently. No,
1: he didn't like Blazing Saddles?
0: He said it should have been Richard Pryor. Yeah, oh, was, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. that's right. so, Like, imagine how good it could have been. It's like, well, that's a great yeah. movie, so it's it, it's that's already right. good. Um, all right, so we get the montage.
1: Uh, and also the song is, the song that's playing, which I've never heard before, but it, it, chronicling someone who is after a certain uh, lady, and then everything was good until she started dancing, and then she, quote, shook it like a white girl, and then <laughs> apparently ruined the mood in the song. And so I, I just thought that was hilarious.
0: A little layer to that. Uh, we find out that it, they're not going to use prosthetic bodysuits. Instead, they're getting spray painted with white body paint. Um, and then I wrote, "These two look like nightmares. It's extremely unsettling.
1: I don't like this." Are you a fat guy at the movie theater?
0: I'm not that- fat guy at the movie theater. Because
1: that's exactly what he said, right? It's
0: I know, like- but this these are the notes I wrote. Okay. Well, uh, all right. <laughs> And then, uh, and then we we find out uh, the FBI is going to guard uh, the fake Wilson sisters, not knowing that it's the fake Wilson sisters. So they must these must be great matches. So then I wrote, uh, so does this mean all white women look alike? Because there is the you know the there's always the oh all black people look the same, all all white people look the same, all Asian like that seems to be a a racial you know stereotype from race to race, right? So then I wondered, like, is this just what they all look like to to the Wayans brothers?
2: Yeah. And the plastic surgery element has to play a part. Like white women get plastic surgery, right? Which rich white women get plastic surgery and they talk about
0: it when they they see their friends. Yeah, that's true. Um, I did. I did sort of enjoy Marlon Wayans not being able to execute the hair flip. Thought that was uh, a
1: little hair gets, hair off, gets stuck, stuck in it off,
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then so as they're walking into the to the hotel, uh, I wrote country club guy whistles at Marlins or at Marlin and he doesn't disguise his voice at all. Says hold my poodle. Uh, by the way, the dog isn't a poodle. And it's then a pomeranian.
1: Uh, well, actually, it's a pomeranian. Like, see, no, I, I thought that, was... I
0: thought no, but I thought that was actually funny. And he's just yeah. like, all right, hold my poodle, right? Like that's a the fact that you wouldn't know what kind of dog you have. I thought that was a humorous slant on it. Okay, so wow, means man, he means really on edge he's with this toasty, thing. He's testy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean gets him to calm down, and then freaks out on another guy, who then tries to leer at at the two of them.
1: Leers at them by saying, "I'd like to cut that cake," right. which
0: <laughs> that's an uncomfortable <laughs> thing to say. I,
1: I want to use that line so badly, now. <laughs> especially if there's some cake right there. Like, no, I'd like to cut that cake right there. <laughs> Rich chocolate.
0: All right, Agent uh, Agent Gomez is dressed as a bellhop. He greets them. Marlon gives the dog and says, "Clean out the bag," and then says, "Teach him to say Yo Kiro Taco Bell."
1: No, they calls him every every name other than Gomez. Right. Again, because he's trying to demonstrate the dismissiveness of the white white yes. socialite towards like socialite. the right. working class.
0: Uh, they're struggling to walk in heels as they walk up to the desk at the hotel. Agent Harper is in disguise as the desk person at the hotel. Uh, asks for ID and a credit card. And then that's when Sean freaks out and channels so, the inner BF. Is he
1: gonna throw, he's going to throw – he's going to have a BF and he says, what's a BF? And he says, it's a bitch fit. And basically mimics what the girls did to him earlier yeah. except he starts with the line – when he starts writing the letter, he starts with the line, I – am a white woman in America and I fucking lost. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that line, man. <laughs>
0: That's a good line. Um, uh, so then Sean and Marlon, as they're trying to make their way to the hotel. Oh, the, the captain, the chief comes in. He's also in disguise as someone working for the, for the hotel. Um, Chief comes in, and says, "What are you doing? Upgrade them, you know, get them, get them their room keys, whatever." So now they're all set. They start walking. Oh, and in this moment, Sean hits on the chief and says, uh, "says he's a he's a he's like he's like Denzel Washington." Looks,
1: and then, has ever, anyone ever told you you look like Denzel Washington? And he said, yeah. "Well, actually, I have heard that once or twice." Lion-ass chief.
0: And then uh, he calls him like a chocolate man or something like yeah,
1: that. He's a big chocolate man.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's a big chocolate man, right. Uh, Sean and Marlon then as they go to their – trying to make their way to the room. They run into three women they're supposed to know. Busy Phillips, one of the women. Uh, I know I,
1: Busy Phillips' first role, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I wrote these disguises are just the worst. And they ask what changed about her. And she sa- they says uh, the collagen. He says you went from Cameron Diaz to Jay-Z. For the lips, which – some racial undertones Uh, there.
1: Again, I laughed. Okay. I laughed. Okay.
0: (laughs) Come on. Um, Everyone is noticing how tall the Wilson sisters are now. Uh, They say something about they got their knees worked on. Is that what they say?
1: You guys look taller. Yeah, we got our knees done. And then the short one says, you can do that. You can do that. And the other ones say, oh, you should totally do that because, of course, in the world of Rich socialites. There is no plastic surgery that cannot be done. Right. Which again would explain, and also would explain, as Mays pointed out, explain why they did not or did not recognize a difference, or were not thrown off by how different they looked from the actual Wilson sisters. A couple of quick notes here. Um, Wrote God. I'm glad Burberry went away because one of those girls was dressed head to toe with the Burberry. Like man, that was that was was an ugly time. That was a real thing. In our lifetime, yeah. Uh, again, if you're young, go out, search Burberry. Now, look at that pattern and imagine it on every fucking thing. Polo shirts and ties and jackets and pants and purses and shoes and socks and whatever. They had that pattern on everything. The other thing I wrote was, I saw Busy Phillips and her husband at some bar in Hollywood recently.
0: Oh, okay. I
1: actually stuck up a conversation with the husband. Busy Phillips did not pay attention to me whatsoever. <laughs>
0: If only you could have
2: said, like, hey, I watched your first role in White Chicks. I I mean, she was busy. I mean, she was busy.
1: Oh, you like to fill it up, don't you?
0: All right. Uh, The rival sisters have been spotted. The rival sisters have been spotted and approached them. There's a shit-talking contest that just reads, It just turns into one of those old
1: snap books. Oh, but hold on, man. Like, the part where, like, you know where they snap back something about it. your mother stopped at Saks, and then they start walking around. Oh, you want to talk about mothers? Oh, it's Mother Time. You didn't laugh at that, man. Like just I, not that the mama jokes that came after, which were of course they're just regular standard right. mama jokes. But just the oh, you want like the 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 full look up off into the distance.
0: Like, like hand to the mouth. Like, oh, my
1: God, you want to talk about mother? Oh, it's mother time. When they said that, I, again, I laughed. I laughed okay. very hard. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, oh. and then <laughs> the, the part where she doesn't have a comeback and says, um, your mama, um, Megan, you go. <laughs> <laughs> your your mama's so dumb. She went to uh, the, the country club, uh, the cafe, and wanted to order a nice salad, but she said a Nikoi salad. And it turns around. Okay, trying get to,
0: a, a Nikoi salad. <laughs> oh
1: my God! I, you know I'm I'm a fan of like those kind of jokes that that bomb. I uh, like them. Uh, Marlon does
0: a a powder joke and blows powder out of his hand. I wrote, where did that powder come from?
1: Always prepared.
0: Always prepared. Uh, the rival sisters are no match for the Waynes brothers. Marlon, uh, I wrote Marlon smiling and his makeup is is very haunting. Yes, uh, I think it's
1: when they try to smile.
0: That's when it's the worst.
1: We we are intro. No, no, no. Because they're when Sean in this moment we're introduced to a reporter oh, Denise, yeah. Denise Porter, Porter. Yeah. from New York One, which I put in between parentheses. That's the best they could do. Um, but Denise Porter is at this event, this function, uh, covering very, uh, I guess, a puff piece for New York One, and I wrote, "Ha ha, Denise Porter, kind of looks like Taylor Rooks."
0: Oh, just a
1: little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Like I, I, I would, I would not be a white chick's character and confuse the two for each other, but there is a, a semblance there.
0: I can see that. Yeah, I think that's. But, I think that's fair.
1: But in the scene where introducer Sean forgetting that he is in drag, right, approaches her and has the look of like, mm, girl, you look good or whatever. But in that makeup, that is way more haunting than when yeah, they smile.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, that's
1: pretty bad terrifying yeah that I was terrifying
0: um we also get uh, another another agent gomez joke as he is now dressed as like a caterer walking paco. around with a tray and she calls him wolfgang paco that's
1: yes, wolfgang paco great uh marlin eats a, bunch, he eats a bunch of these hors d'oeuvres at one yeah. point one of the girls tells him to slow down on the cheese and he discovers that there is dairy in this product and then has to rush to the restroom
0: but that's all white women do they go to the bathroom it, together
1: Yes, and so when he walks into the bathroom, there's a woman walking out, and he knocks her out the way and says in his own speaking voice, "Move, bitch." <laughs> and I, again, I laughed
0: because it's just that little line. So I didn't laugh at that one, but I did laugh at one later on when he's on the date, and okay, I well, can't re- we'll- I can't repeat the line, but we'll get. To oh it yeah,
1: yes, I, I know, I know exactly. I have yeah. the line. <laughs> I will. Don't worry. It's ready. It's ready. And it's I ready. will let you
0: deliver that line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I then put this note: Have either of you either taken a loud dump in a public restroom or witnessed a loud dump being taken in a both. public restroom? Both. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Tell, tell tell your story.
0: Uh, well, I've done both. Like I've heard I've heard someone really struggle through one before, and I've and I've struggled one through before. But like I I get to a point where I just don't care. Like there's obviously there is an initial like, oh man, I can't believe they're gonna hear this, and then at a certain point I realize. Everyone does this. Why am I worried about it? And I just let it fly.
1: Well, see, it happened to me at the ESPN LAPC one, like Mm. on that fourth floor where the studios are and people are coming in and. And crew people, people I work with, basically, that I will have to see eye to eye. And so I'll get in there. You know, I'm, I'm really – I don't like public restrooms. So I got to put down don't yeah, a little thing yeah. and, and kind of like, you know, get myself situated. And right as I sit down, I hear the door open. And I'm like, oh, God. So then I try to like quietly take a shit, which really doesn't work well. All it does is kind of like keep pinching the shit. Right. But here's the funny part. At some point in my efforts – it won't actually be shit. It'll be a really loud fart that will just right. come out, like it has that echo that reverberates around the inside of the bowl, and everybody, and I'm just like, well, <laughs> I guess the charade is over. Yeah, at
0: that point, there's no turning back, right? And yeah, you can't silently do that. You can silently pee. You can't silently do that.
1: That like I can't make noise.
0: It sounds like a potato gun yes yes it does yeah um, uh so we get we get a couple
1: months of, of also, him just he,
2: <laughs> talking about taking shits because
1: <laughs> i've witnessed a loud shit being taken and it having like one of the nastiest back it was like the bathroom of a club
0: and i was just oh like, that's not good
1: come on man like come on like at that point you just gotta leave you can't
0: um i don't well i mean th- sometimes you don't have the time
1: my cousin once took a shit in a club bathroom that did not have a door on the stall.
0: No. <laughs> Just like, no, uh, that's uh, a point was, where you, gotta, you can't
1: do that. He claims it was early in the night where it, the traffic wasn't that no, high in the bathroom. No, no, no,
0: <laughs>
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, could you do man. it? anyway? Could, could you do I it? Could, without a door? I, I'm— with? Honestly, I'm really good. I rarely, rarely, rarely ever take dumps in public. My yeah. I, my body is trained either at home or if I'm staying in a hotel, in my hotel room. I can probably count a handful of times the number of times I've done it like in a rant, just straight up random place. At work, I feel like because I'm more comfortable and because they keep it very clean in there. Shout out to the, the custodial crew. Um, I'm comfortable enough to go there. Uh, but like, if I'm out like at the mall or whatever, like I, it won't even occur to me you know, or to my body that I need yeah. to take a shit.
0: Um, so it's funny that we spent so much time talking about this because I've like kind of discovered over the years and it's just reinforced whenever I get a, across a scene like this, bathroom humor just doesn't do it for me in movies or shows. Really? Like it just doesn't. Like, I think the last time it did it what? for me was like dumb and dumber.
1: Wait, Austin Powers didn't do it for you? where tom oh, arnold is in the back yeah, that's, a, that's a, a good time. one but that's
0: a twist yeah, that's on a, it right yeah that, yeah but yeah that's not just like oh here's some shitting sounds like it's him like who does number two work like there's a little bit more to it, it. there's a little but bit but more he's
1: grunting, it. like it, he's grunting and it sounds like he's sure
0: it. yeah but just the straight up like oh this guy has diarrhea let's make this as loud as possible like that just doesn't do it for me like i hated it in don't, don't don't, don't, don't,
1: when, 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 when what his movie is books,
2: battle shits from
1: uh, you sunk my battleship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, Euro trip.
2: Two hot, yeah, two hot British girls. Yeah, yes. I think that's right. Oh, Euro no, Harold trip. and Kumar. Oh, oh Harold and, Harald and Kumar, the- yeah, that's yeah, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, Clarissa, hmm?
0: do you want to play battleships? Oh, my God. We haven't played that since back at camp. Oh, no, no, oh, no, wait for it.
1: I, okay, I, so we get, we get a couple minutes of, of battleships. Yeah, it lasts a little too long, but yes. yes. Uh,
0: so now we get Terry Crews like, showing up. He's a professional basketball player. Oh yeah. Uh, he it's likes so white. Old. He likes white women.
1: Tony, hand me my boots because I'm about to go skiing.
0: Yep. Uh, he falls for Marlon immediately. Starts hitting on him. Uh, tells him once you go black, you're gonna need a wheelchair. And then at that moment, a girl in a wheelchair rolls, rolls up and says, "Hi, Terrell."
2: That was and my favorite like, part of the whole like movie. It pushes
0: her away. That is a legitimately funny part. I laughed my ass off. Yeah. That was and the hardest laugh. I
2: rewound it and then I laughed again.
1: She keeps talking. Yeah, as she's pushed away, I, and it's clearly a voiceover. But again, this is kind of like, this is this is where I feel like, okay, this is the don't be a menace, like I'm gonna get you, sucker vibes right here. But we're yeah, like, yeah. we're gonna put layers on layers and layers of jokes here, right? Uh, and and lean into the absurdity. You miss one of my my favorite lines though. Where he says, you know, <laughs> and Tony, his buddy, who's by the way, they're they're actual the Wayne's brothers' best friend, grew up okay. with them. He's been on the Wayne's brothers show. I thought he looked familiar, but I couldn't yeah, place. He's play, he's like he's played guest roles on the show multiple times, playing different characters. That's how you know that's it. that's their boy. <laughs> it's not like hey, so and so is back. It's like right. he played someone else. But anyways, um, uh, Terry Crews' line is something along the lines of. Oh, it looks looks like Santa's making his list early this year. Let's see. Are you on naughty or nice list? And then, you know, Marlon Wayne tells him to basically go away. And Terry Groot says, I'll take that as naughty. And Tony, his assistant, writes it down. Naughty! (laughs) With an exclamation point. I just fucking thought that was funny. And then, so then, the, the interaction ends where he's just persistent and still kind of trying to hit on Marlon, and Marlon finally turns around and sprays him with mace in the eyes, rather liberally. And so he's blinking and he's in pain as Marlon escapes, and this is one of the classic lines, like lines that live greater than this movie, lines that I've used in real-life situations, particularly ones that are as absurd as that one, where he says, oh, she don't know it yet, but that's wifey right there. Okay. That's a girly fucking line.
0: I guess so. Um, we now get to the five oh, girls. Oh, cool, No, man, that's not a great line. No, come uh, on, man. There like, are five you know, girls. The five girls get, like, go shopping.
1: You never cut off in a line and, like, get in an argument with someone, and then as they walk away, you're like, she don't know you. But that's why you be right I'm going to marry
0: that girl now. I'm not, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's Sly, man. All right, let's keep this thing going because I got a I time constraint. <laughs> um, the other five girls go shopping. We're introduced to the song 1,000 uh, Miles by Vanessa Carlton. First,
1: first of all, they're going to this big charity uh, event. Uh, they're going to be auction auctioning off bachelorettes. They say, what are you going to wear? And I thought this is a very like pivotal distinction between men and women for the most part. I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but for the most part, because they say uh this, meaning what they're wearing right there. And I'm sorry, that's happened to me a lot. Yeah. Where like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh, you mean what I'm wearing right now ain't, ain't appropriate enough? And so I, I thought that was that was that was very nuanced. Well take there. But then I wrote in the notes, they get in the car and the whitest song ever. That song is so white that that was the first time I'd ever heard it. In that movie, okay, and other than I would go to the movie AMC theaters used to do this. You know how like before the previews start, they'll have like this is the latest from Vanessa Carlton, and they played it. and I'm like, what is this? I've right. never heard this. What radio station does this even come on? But this movie has now made that song bigger than it ever was on its own, because that is now like the uh, the scene later with, with Terry Crews, obviously. I, so, I
0: with- am I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is a cultural gap between the two of us because i don't i don't think i don't think this movie made that song in any way
1: people, people sing this at karaoke now doing the terry cruz dance from it which we'll get to later
0: again I, I'm, I'm going to claim a cultural no nah, I mean, you dissinity. want me. all right um because this was a huge song
1: before that movie like that I'm was a- it blew up even more after that right, it's kind well- of like like Billy Joel, I don't care, what you want? I'm a moment is my life. That was a big song, but them show bosom buddies using it as their theme song sure. took it to another stratosphere.
0: Yeah. Same I'm gonna place. say that's not what happened here, but we move on. Uh they faked their way they're they're supposed to like sing the lyrics along with them. They fake their way through it. The radio station changes, it gets changed to uh fifty cent. Um I, I can't remember if it's Sean or Marlon, but one of them raps the N-word. They all do. They, they both the do. Oh, they both do, right. They both do.
1: And then the other girls are offended, like, oh, you can't say sure. that word. And then they say what Nobody's I'm, around. Sure, I'm sure has been said in many, uh, let's just say, homogeneous ethnic <laughs> environment. Sure. No one's around, so it's okay to sing it. And so then all the girls in the car wholeheartedly sing. No, every t- single t- lyric. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was, I was impressed. impressed that Busy Phillips do this song, like. Or did she have to sit and re- memorize it over like a weekend?
0: Which then that's just a lot of repeating it over and over. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, All right, was- uh, now we get to the, the clothing montage, shopping. Uh, oh, Marlon man. is basically like Marlon can't get into his clothes because they keep saying he's like, oh, this is too tight, and and they're like, no, you don't, you never need a bigger size. You just have to suck it in, and and so there's a lot of physical comedy with trying that's, to get him to but fit into stuff.
1: That's not the funniest part. The funniest part. Is the other girl who's getting dressed in front of Sean, and asks him what he thinks. She puts on this, dress, this skirt and like a little uh, like midriff top or whatever. She and, and you know it's very sensual as she puts it on. Yeah, and, and start like
0: checking that, her out.
1: He's got the creepy face again. that in the makeup is just terrifying. Yeah. And, like, and it says, "Oh my God, you're so sexy," and then she goes off. And <laughs> when I tell you, Zach, I sat there and I fucking died. Like every line she was saying. And she says, hi, I'm Carney Wilson before my gastric bypass surgery. Someone throw Shamu back into the ocean. (laughs) Every time she tries something on else, like she has another one of these lines. And Sean at some point says, oh, you look pretty in that. She says, oh, you bitch. That's so terrible.
0: I uh, did not laugh.
1: You didn't laugh at that. No,
0: I didn't think it was funny.
1: I'm Carney Wilson before the gastric bypass. I will circuit.
0: also say, I will also say this, that w- I had seen that scene before is one of the few things I had seen from this movie That's before. And it just didn't hit it for me. Um, and, and there's a moment where, uh, Marlon while stuck in clothing, there's a lot of innuendo in the way he's talking to the person helping him because, uh, as he's on the phone with his, with his wife, uh, and it makes it sound like he's having sex. And so now the wife is like, heated like oh i now now i can confirm something's up so that moves kind of the plot along a little bit
1: and 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 the friend sitting next to her says i told you so yeah very 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 low very low voice at the end of that scene but i laughed
0: um and this is when i wrote the note amin the last hour of this movie must be amazing i guess because well, I, man, had, look, I had, I had, because I hadn't had a lot of laughs in this movie.
1: We're come yeah. now. We're coming up to the meat of all the funny stuff. All right. Like uh, I thought, okay. I thought like that. Li- those lines in the in the dressing room were pretty funny, but this is where it really ramps up because the ne- the next thing that happens is we see Gomez and uh, and uh, Harper. Yeah. And now they're staking out the boutique, uh, uh, store that these girls are at, and while they're waiting. They play the hypothetical game, which if you know me, I love the hypothetical game. I play the hypothetical game all the time, and the whole thing is, if I say, would you do like the whole, would you live in the state of Ohio for the rest of your life and never be allowed to leave, not set foot outside the state lines for any reason for $100 million? Would you do that, Zach? Uh, no. Okay. What about for $200 million? yeah million? Five- $200. 500 million dollars
0: yeah i mean you- i can't turn down 500 million dollars okay.
1: see that that's how you play the hypothetical yeah. game now, now inevitably there will always be someone who says and first of all there are versions of the hypothetical game that are a lot more disgusting like the one the guy did which is would you rather was it rosie o'donnell or Jan- janet
0: uh, Reno?' janet reno yeah who would you yeah. rather really have sex with yeah yeah
1: and, and so what you do is you wait for the answer and then you criticize the answer, right? Whatever just, the answer is like, oh my God, yeah. disgusting. And then inevitably the person who has just revealed themselves will always turn. Around, well, what are you going to do? What would you do? And that's when I always end the game. Like <laughs> much like Gomez does. No, no time. We're on the job because the, the girls. have <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So the, what happens is Sean gets his purse stolen uh and he just runs after the thief All all the girls with marlon get in the car to chase him uh fbi trailing him but they don't want to get involved because they have to stay incognito and uh i put her i put the face while running is very unsettling as well um they keep making comments about how fast she is wow does she run track all this stuff sean tackles the thief gets the bag uh everybody cheers they drive off did i miss anything there no, that's kind of the crux of that right now that now we're at the party, the girls have been sat at the worst table due to the uh, uh, Wayans brothers. Um, you know, little,
1: little doing, bit Def Jam,
0: <laughs> right? Little bit <Steph> Def Jam <laughs> again. Uh, <really? laughs> uh, busy Phillips goes and talks to the guy she's interested in, who is the boyfriend of uh, one of the rival girls. Um, Marlon puts powder on her face, uh, hilariously, and and never like I don't know. Rubs it in or whatever. Never, never spreads across. So it just looks like she's done a bunch of cocaine. Um, party is an is a date auction. One of the rival sisters gets a record twenty thousand dollar donation to date to go on a date with her. And then Sean goes up there, or I'm sorry, Marlon goes up there. And Terry Crews wants to get involved and wants to buy a date with her. And Sean tricks everybody into a bidding war. And uh, we end up getting Terry Crews winning the bid for fifty thousand dollars and he carries Marlon off. Cash. $50,000 cash, right. And um, he said,
1: at, at which point? He does a little dance after he wins the auction. I don't know. <laughs> right. I, just, I like everything Terry Crews does. is funny to me. I don't know. I do
0: like Terry Crews. I love Terry Crews on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think he's hilarious. Um, all right. Sean and Marlon are now in their normal appearance in the hotel room. The other girls try to crash it for a slumber party, and they delay them enough to put on the stuff. But it's – Look, I, you can suspend belief a little bit, but they had to spray their entire bodies with white paint and get the mask right and everything just by themselves. How long would that have taken? How long of a wait is that?
1: Come on, man. Am I
0: looking too much into this?
1: Yes, you are. All right. We're, we're All right, fine. Moving along.
0: Uh, kidnappers come in and try to take one of the sisters. Uh, Sean takes them down, but it turns out these aren't kidnappers. They're just strippers. Uh, now we go to the beach. Uh, I wrote the movie is only half over. Uh, Terry Crews shows up to quote unquote, go hunting. Uh, Sean starts snooping around and gets out of his disguise to go hit on the reporter who he notices at a bar. He's wearing a suit at the beach, trying to look rich and famous. Um, and he sets up a pretends, date with her by pretending to be.
1: Latrell Spencer, which is, uh, Terry Crews's character. Right. I put in the note, this is pre the internet lookup days, right?
0: Right. Exactly. You couldn't have just easily Googled that.
1: Yeah. And, and, and so the two, he, 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 pays two little kids to come up to him while he's talking to her and say, yo, Joe Spencer, you're my favorite. Can I get your autograph? And he says, stay in school and all that. And I, I wrote in the note, by the way, this absolutely works. Not the paying part. I've never paid anyone. Right. But I have had the, inadvertently, the, I'm just at a bar minding my business. Somebody comes up and says, whoa, no, 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 Oh, can I take a picture? i like, sure. And then as they leave, the attractive young lady is like, whoa, what do you do? And I'm just like, "Ah, yes. (laughs) That's when I realized, because at first when you're famous, you said the thing, or whatever version of fame I have. The first thing you think is like, oh, but the only only people who know me are dudes, and this doesn't really help at all. But I realized if it's the right kind of dude, Mm -hmm. meaning go in, take a picture, fawn over you a little bit, and then be gone in the right setting, with the right attention. type of... Oh, it gets attention, man.
0: My version of this is I go to uh, I go to the Faded Comedy Show every Friday night, and the few times I've taken dates there, um, inevitably, almost every time I've taken a date there, someone who's a listener of the pod or reads my stuff or whatever, because these worlds kind of inter- intersect, uh, will come up after the show and like introduce themselves, uh, talk about what big fans they are, all this stuff, and then th- when that person walks away uh there is always a change in the mood of the girl
1: yeah the like,
0: like now it, what it you, really is it really it now, like kind of validates like oh you do actually do this
1: well no when they ask you see what my favorite thing is when they ask i always downplay it that's nah, the thing yeah, it's right. like, oh no it's okay. i'm sorry i don't know who you are because I, I don't watch espn or whatever like i like look even if you did watch espn you probably wouldn't know who i was i, I do that all the time yeah. because then every additional asshole who comes up to me asking for a picture it further punctuates, like, oh no, he's humble too. Like, <laughs> it's a great gambit. I'm telling you, I'm gonna start paying people. I, if you're out there and you recognize me, that you wouldn't take a picture otherwise, I will pay you.
0: All right, uh, Marlon's girl has been tipped off that they're in the Hamptons. They're ready. To, she's ready to go bust them. Marlon's gonna go on a date with Terry, who he calls Buffy the White Girl Slayer. I did chuckle at that. Great line. Uh, Sean is gonna go on the date with a reporter. This is um, this is the iconic scene, I guess, where Vanessa Carlton comes on in the car with Marlon and Terry Crews and Terry Crews not only isn't shamed by it, he loves it, he knows it, he sings along and kills the entire performance.
1: Well, see, like, this is what I say, like, cause he picks her, he picks Marlon up in a, in a convertible, Marlon walks up, gets in the car and, you know, Terry Crews tries to like make a move and the dog bites him. And he's like, oh, good dog or whatever. And so Marlon is trying to basically ruin the mood. He's forced to go on this date because Sean is going out on a date with Denise Porter. But Sean is going to obviously try to commandeer Latrell's life, basically his house, his car, everything. So he needs Latrell Spencer to be preoccupied while he's out on this date. By the way, this is almost shot for shot. Exactly what happens in some like a hot down to the unwanted advances of someone who's completely a buffoon. Um, but Mar- Marlon's whole thing Is like okay how can I make this date as Unappealing as possible it's just I was like I know How about we listen to some music Puts in the CD plays a Vanessa Carlton song with a kind of checkmate Look on his face thinking Here's this big black dude who's an NBA player There's no way he's gonna like jam He's gonna think what are we listening to he's gonna be Like a mean in the movie theater listening to The song like what the fuck is this song that they keep Playing at the MC before the movie starts And instead he is so in his bag when this song plays. Hey, how about we listen to a little bit of music?
2: how did you know? I love this song. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. I need you, and I miss you. And now I wonder if I could fall into the sky. Do you think time went past me by? Cause you know I.
1: You go to a karaoke place. If someone picks that song, look around in the crowd. You will see people doing the exact Terry Crews dance motions, Pointing into the wrist and said, do you think time would pass me by? All that stuff. It is absolutely was, it was like steroids for Barry Bonds. Okay, I get it. It was a big hit before. Mm-hmm. But that movie made it like a monster mega hit.
0: I, man, I don't know. May's like, are you with me on this? Are you with the mean on
2: this? Vanessa Carlton's song came out in 2002. It yeah, was a monster right. hit. This movie came out in 2004. If anything, it gave it a second life. It did second not, life it, it is not responsible for this song being a hit. This song was it's, a huge hit.
1: It's what people think of now. No one thinks of that song for the sake of the song. They when think I of think song-
2: of that song, I think about. Vanessa Carlton and Michelle Branch being two sides of the same coin, and then both having mm. huge hits. That same—that's what I think about as a
1: who white person. Who the fuck is who the fuck is Michelle Branch? As oh, a white, I'm
2: a bitch. I'm a love that song, right? No, no, no
1: that's that's than you're that are true. Everywhere
2: to me. That
0: one. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, so that was a song from the G-Unit mixtape where they say Ja Rule, ja Rule has gone. And that's the only reason I know that song. Because Ja Rule has gone back to the studio with a CD player to bring you new old hits like this. And that song plays, you're everywhere to me. And then Ja Rule goes, to me. When I close my
2: eyes, it's Thank God for Cynophobes really underlining that there are two Americas.
1: If you liked the Ja Rule duets album, you'll flip when you hear his new album, Ja Rule Duets Two. Ja Rule has gone back in the studio with his CD player to bring you new old
0: hits like this. You're
1: to, me. to me, I, you. Uh, I see. I see. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Check nah. it. what would I be without you? That's the only reason I know that song. By the way, so they, they get to the restaurant. They jump out the car. Mar, uh, Sean is the valet because, of car, again, he has to steal the car.
0: Right. He's got to pretend to be.
1: Yeah. So he's telling Marlon, like, just be cool. I need to da da. Terry <laughs> Cruz jumps up. Grabs Marlon on the race, pulls him, pulls him away, and says, "Oh no, my brother, you got to get your own." Which again, I can laugh. I lost it when he said that, just like I lost it when they're ordering. And he says, "I'll have the chicken, white meat only." I did laugh at that. And he's so creepy. Every one of these lines, man. Yeah, every single one.
0: He's he's just like the. He is a predator in every he single way.
1: his oysters and says, "Did you know the oysters are an aphrodisiac?" Loudly slurps and then apologizes because, "Sorry, my tongue is a little too too big." And then his tongue is—I I never knew this until I saw this movie. Never known it since. His tongue is literally the size of a whale's tongue. It's fucking humongous, man. <laughs> it is. It, like, it
0: look. It looks like it is the width of like a, a shoe insert. Yeah, like, it's huge.
1: Okay. Like a prosthetic, uh, what was it what are they called? Um, not prosthetic, uh, what are they called? Orthotic. It's yeah, like, like an, orthotic, a-
0: an orthotic insert, right. Meanwhile, uh,
1: Sean takes uh, Denise Porter to the house that is clearly not his as he struggles to get in, as he sees the Asian housekeeper lady and kicks he, her out.
0: Yeah, like literally throws her out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the, the main funny thing is when they walk in and she looks up and there's this massive, massive portrait. Of Terry Crews naked, covering his private parts with just a like
0: a fur rug or something, right? Oh, yeah, some kind rug. of fur, yeah.
1: And she says, "Who's that?" And Sean looks up and says, "Oh, that big bald buff dude, buff dude with the fur. That's my trainer. Um, yeah, I, I put him up on the wall because uh, I want to look like that one day, and it's like motivation. And uh,
0: you ever see Titanic?" <laughs> And she She says, says, no. "No." He says, yeah, me neither. You
1: want to get (laughs) (laughs) this is a great, like, he realizes his explanation is so horseshit. Yeah, then he's got to change the subject. I got to abort immediately. (laughs) He just stops and says, you ever seen Titanic? And she says, no. And he said yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, how are you not laughing at this movie, man?
0: I laughed a, a few lines, but it took a while. I did laugh at that. That's a funny line.
1: The, he's, the, he goes on a date, like, trying to find the wine. It's clear he doesn't live there. There's yeah. a dog that shows up. She says, dog oh, you got a no So I ain't got no dog. And they says, oh, that's not a dog. That's family. It's, a, it's clearly an attack dog. It's teeth are bared. It's very angry. And he pretends like he's playing with it, even as it's attacking him.
0: The dog meanwhile, drags him out of the room.
1: <laughs> meanwhile, Marlon's at dinner ordering, like, all types of nasty food, extra garlic, you know, lobster, da da da, eating mad nasty. He's got food all over his face. He's talking with his mouth full.
0: Shoving french fries in his mouth, all this stuff. Trying to right? make
1: himself so as unappealing as possible. Uh, so uh, you know, Terry Crews has to make a conversation, says, uh, You ever watch any of my games? And Marlon just rips him to shreds like critiques his game like a dude like oh you're selfish and you're this and that and one of the things he says is oh no well because he starts with you're not that great and Terry Crews says wait a second I'm like the highest scoring forward in the league and then he rips off rips apart his entire game and and one of the things he says is you can't shoot a three-pointer to save your life and I said white chicks was ahead of the curve on stretch bigs and more importantly efficiency that's right, because in 2004, I think, like, basketball on paper had just come out. Right. So the idea that free throws and three-pointers, two areas where Latrell Spencer struggles, are some of the most important parts of the game that you can master. White Chicks knew that before even NBA franchises did.
0: So who who did more for analytics? Was it Marlon Wayne's or was it Dean Oliver?
1: I'm going to—well, Dean Oliver's book came out first, but much like Vanessa Carlton's song came out in 2002. <laughs> thinks
0: second life came
1: from it. Exactly. White chicks put it on a different pedestal and introduced it to a larger market. We just have to accept those facts. Uh, Marlon says all these facts and, again, expecting to offend and perhaps even anger Terry Crews to the point of ending the date. Instead, he breaks down in tears, says no one has ever cared like that before.
0: Yeah, tries to kiss him, and then we get about two minutes of fart humor.
1: Well, Marlon farts again in an effort to ward this man off. And instead, Terry Crews is delighted and saying, like, oh, man, you, you you should have said something earlier. And then he starts farting and tells Marlon to bask in the ambiance. And so then,
0: well, at this point, I, w- I just want to get to this line before we got to cut this off and, and do the recording because I do think it's hilarious. Um, at, at this point, he calls on a payphone to to Sean Wayne and says, like, yo, you got to bring the car like what's going on?
1: So the younger listeners pay phones where these phones. You go to restaurants and everywhere. <laughs> you put a coin in, and then you can make a call for about five minutes. Right. Uh, and you have to know people's numbers off the top of your head.
0: Yeah, it wasn't just saved in a phone for you. Uh, but, yeah, calls is like, yo, you got to get the car here. You know, like, it's time to go. We're all going to the club, blah, blah, blah. And, and Sean's like, I need more time. He goes, no, no, there's no more time. It's like, all right, all right, fine. And so then Terry Crews off, off screen says like something like, Come on, let's go, and then I will let you deliver the, the line that is said in Marlon Wayne's real voice, not the white voice he's doing.
1: Actually what what Terry Crews says is, Oh cotton tail cotton oh, every line he delivers is fucking gold. But Marlon says in his own speaking voice, I'm coming nigga
0: <laughs> I legitimately laughed at that the same way where he's like, "Move, bitch!" in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just it's, that's a that's a great comedic moment. All right, I mean, let's get everybody to the club now. Everyone goes to the club. We've got ecstasy flowing. Um, the uh, oh. one of the friends of the of the the boyfriend, the friend of the boyfriend, who's like a druggie, yeah. uh, I guess, mentions to uh, to Terry Crews to to throw some ecstasy in there right, into one right. of the drinks, and so he does yeah, it. Because
1: obviously Marlon is not reciprocating the advances, and yes. and Terry Crews is a little, like, because he asks him, how's it going? He's like, not so great, he's kind of acting cold. He says, hey, just put one of these in a the drink, and da-da-da, like, in true scumbag fashion, and so... Very problematic. Oh, I mean, it's not because he gets comeuppance, right? The whole idea is...
0: Well, but, I guess that's true. Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and so, when he brings the drinks back, he brings Appletinis to to Marlon, uh, Marlon notices the drugs. Obviously, he's an FBI agent, so he's gonna notice the drugs. Swaps the the drinks with Terry. Wait,
1: wait. How does he? How does he create the diversion in order to swap the drinks? Larry? Oh God, what does he say? He says, "Uh, oh my God, is that Britney Spears?" All right, and it <laughs> was. Which- Terry Crews goes, where? And really, like, legitimately starts, like, scanning around in a very sharp, twitchy motion. Like, when he says where and starts looking, like, this is a man who's hunted Britney Spears all his life. And, like, the the white whale has finally come in. Literally. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Um, my God. It was so great.
0: Yeah, so he distracts these swaps. Now Terry is going to be all over, uh, or is going to be full of ecstasy. Um, and also Sean has figured out, uh, Sean Wayans has, has figured out the uh, that Ted Burton, our, our kidnapping motive, right? Uh, he's figured out the motive for Ted Burton and doesn't believe it to be him, right? right? Is yeah, that a well, kind of underlying layer? Well,
1: yeah, so he's been researching Ted Burton, and it turns out that Ted Burton actually got— was rich off of the Vandal, what's the name of the family?
0: Uh, Van, Van Goulton or something like that, right? Vander, uh, the Vandergelds, right? Vandergeld.
1: He, yeah. he has to he got rich off of them, so he has no motive to be trying to kidnap and ransom people. So then, who is and while uh, one of the girl, Heather, which is Busy Phillips, is busy <laughs> throwing up in the bathroom, she mentions that Vandergeld is actually
0: Broke. Broke. Big
1: so time broke, broke broke that he ha- had his that he had to borrow money from her dad right in order just to make their like mortgage for the month or some something like that um the uh, this is where i put a couple of notes here in that the guy who is dating heather but treating her like a piece of ass his name is heath and i said heath dates heather do you know of any other people where the name their names are very close to each other and they date one another.
0: I do know a damn that dates a Daniela.
1: Danielle or Daniela?
0: Yeah, Daniela. I,
1: I, I feel like I have the Trump card one because when I saw that, I thought, oh, I'd never see that. And then I thought of the one that I do know, and I said, This is this is the Trump card of all Trump cards. Paul George, the NBA basketball player, his name is Paul George Jr. His father is Paul George Sr. His mom's name is Paulette.
0: It's a lot of Paul. It's
1: a lot of Paul. <laughs>
0: it's a lot of Paul. Um, all right. Now that we know what? the motive, we move to a...
1: Zach. Or oh, I guess Zach is a name that really... Yeah, what are you, like, Zakina? A- like, that's not really a... Zakia. Zakia is a, a, a girl's name. Would you find that weird? I think it would be weird to date a woman named Amina, even, though, even if she was, like, stunning and perfect in every way. Right. I think I would still be weirded out by the name.
0: Um... Yeah, like I probably would have to come up with a nickname that everybody calls it, right? Like for that to Z- that for that to be a uh, Zena, Zena. Yeah, I would date I, Zena, the Warrior Princess. By the,
1: by the way, uh, Heath also looks a little like Charlie Widows. Put that in the Oh,
0: like, that's Charlie a good Widow. call. That's a good with call.
1: PP with the Los Angeles Clippers living this best summer of his life right now. But Charlie kind of looks like Heath. If, if you can Google Charlie Widows, W-I-D-D-O-E-S, you'll see. He looks a lot like Heath.
0: Um, all right. Now we get a white girl oh, dance battle. Right, wait.
1: Oh, before that, this is the part where Heather says they're broke. Martha Stewart broke or MC Hammer broke?
0: MC Hammer.
1: <laughs> MC Hammer broke, and I thought that was also delightful.
0: Uh, that is a good joke. Um, all right, white girl dance battle now happens between the two groups of girls. Um, the rival girls, the the Vandergelds, they win. Uh, but what?
1: First, they 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 deliver what seems to be a knockout blow. Until here come Marlon and Sean, right? And of course, DJ throws on some. By the way, they were dancing the "Crazy in Love."
0: Which, right, yeah, yeah. The, so when the when the two girl two groups of girls battle, it was crazy in love, and now uh, they throw on
1: it's tricky, yeah. And to which, of course, they they start to dance very proficiently. Yes, again, uh, this, this is a Wayne staple because Marlon's a dancer. So, well, they, so, well this is what I well, this is what I put though. They do a
0: great job of hiding the faces of the stunt dancers during the break dancing, but Marlon yes. is a good dancer, but it looked like he didn't do any of it.
1: Yes, he did the part where the, he pretends to be a puppet. Yes, yeah, Sean,
0: yeah, very, uh, the, yeah, yeah, because he's very,
1: very knowledgeable. Yeah, he did that part. But yes, the, the more complex spins and, and floor work, groundwork is all like a stunt double.
0: Yeah, all the while, Terry Crews, super high on ecstasy, goes out to the dance floor, has his shirt off. He's got glow sticks. He's got a whistle. He's doing the robot. He's doing every rave move possible. He's gone full raver. I-
1: Oh my god, but again, so fluid Yeah, <laughs> oh god, yeah He's so great at it, I'm like, geez, This is not your first rave Where's Luttrell? Dance floor Like a, like what Marlon calls it's a big scary robot like <laughs> just <laughs> terrifying.
0: Um, all right, and then he comes, he gets his comeuppance. Everyone gets their comeuppance because he winds up in bed with, next morning with the the white guy who told him to drug the drinks.
1: I don't. Are they implying that they ha- that they slept with one another? Or that they just
0: feels like it's implied, right? Because they both scream. Yes, I feel like you've you felt that you had sex. If that's the case. Um, all right. That, now that ever you? have I ever been drugged?
1: No. Have you ever woken up in like in bed with someone and I'm like ah, like how did this happen? No. Oh, that's a yes. Maze, back me no. up. No, no, no. no. That, I'm that was way too long of a delay.
0: <laughs> no, I've always like I've always been aware that like I've never had sex and not known I had sex.
1: Hold on, but you I asked you and you didn't say no. You went, no. Nah. <laughs> so because i'm dip-
0: because i was trying to i'm racking my brain i like i would tell oh. you about, like I, i've had people i regretted sleeping with but not where i was like woke think- up and i'm like oh my god what have i done like i've never had that
1: yeah did you have immediate regrets
0: um yeah if it was like a if it was like a friend that i didn't really want to cross that line with
1: have have you ever had regrets during during what? oh yeah yeah, like what am I doing? Like, I mean,
0: I, I mean, I've I've faked multiple times.
1: Oh, just to end
0: it? Just to get it over with? Just to <laughs> just to be like, all right, I'm not enjoying this. This isn't good. Yeah. I I gotta get uh, out of here.
1: This is even though this is probably better for the pod that you do with Edgy Treasure. I'm gonna ask you to <laughs> please reenact a fake orgasm for us for our for our listening benefits.
0: I mean, obviously, you have to be wearing a condom, right? Yeah, like yeah. that is key. And
1: it's just, you know, you kind of, oh, no. you wear it's key. I would no, tell you with no, the... no, 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 it's key. It's harder. I would say it's harder with a condom. Here's to why. To
0: fake? Yes. Absolutely Here. not. So here's much easier. Why.
1: No, no, no way. No way, because here's why. If you're wearing a condom, there is no reason to pull out. Hence, you have to keep it in there. Hence, how do you uh, present a reasonable facsimile of the uh, for lack of a better word, throbbing sensation that they also feel.
0: You're going to have to, you're going to have to ask them because they bought it. Oh wow! <laughs> you like, know, I you just kind of work your way into it. And then, and, and then you, you, you fake the, you fake the coming and then, and then you just get out immediately and go straight to the bathroom. That way there's no looking like there's nothing.
1: It's still hard. No, no it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's an optical illusion. <laughs> Oh, uh, then you do the Stewie Griffin. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look look at how much. Oh, so <laughs> Oh,
0: Yeah, but I've done the. I've, I've probably done that three times in my life.
1: So uh, is Maybe. there a noise at the companies?
0: Oh, yeah. You got to fake the moaning and all that shit. Give the
1: noise. Give me the noise. Oh, the it, oh, it's
0: probably something along the lines of like, like, oh, here it goes. I'm coming. Uh, or, you know, something along those you
1: actually, lines. You actually say here it goes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I'll say I'm coming. Like, Like, like I'll say, like I'm gonna come.
1: Like a train conductor.
0: (laughs) Last stop. (laughs) Last stop. Definitely not faking it, Bill.
1: Boom! Boom! (laughs) (laughs) You've never faked. Nah, man. Is this not a common thing? I've, I've, I've stopped. I've stopped. You stopped. I, I, I literally stopped and said, this ain't working. Wow. It, that's a long and very graphic story that has no place in the middle of this podcast. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you sometime. But I literally just said, I literally <laughs> stood there, put my hands on my hips like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. You
0: went double teapot? Yeah. Double let's... teapot? Just like, this isn't going to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this ain't happening. <laughs> All right. I never thought I'd, I'd reach that, that stage. But it, like when it happens to you, it's one of those things like when it happens to you, you know. Yeah, you know, you know That's why show. I faked
0: it because I was just like this is like I know I'm not. There's no point there's no point of return at this point. Right? Like I was just like this is not doing it. I'm not enjoying <laughs> it. Like it's not good. Was I gotta she enjoying just, it? got to get out. Uh I, I honestly don't know. I was so I was so trying to figure out why is this so bad? Yeah. That man, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I was like yeah. I just got to get out.
1: Sometimes the chemistry ain't there even I'm though not there.
0: Sometimes the rhythm's I'm, not, I'm, not there. How do you, how do you, how do you,
1: what? Hollywood would have you believe that look like, all it takes is friction, but no.
0: No, that's not true.
1: Okay. So yeah, you white chicks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 all right. Now the actual Wilson sisters see that they're uh they're on page six in the Hamptons. They want to dance uh dance battle, everything. They celebrate it before realizing they weren't there, and now they think they've been cloned. That's their that's their, uh, oh my
1: their god we've been cloned. because yeah that was, that, know, that, was the joke is that they're not they're not smart because they're blonde and they're rich they're right
0: smart. uh yeah but that was just a that's not such a bad joke uh
1: I, I I thought it was I thought it was lazy like it yeah. was, uh
0: Marlon's girl gets to the Hamptons because she thinks he's been cheating on her uh bangs on the door uh catches him with a bra and lipstick on um we do the whole like searching the hotel and and he's trying to keep her out. You know, get her into a room, keep her out of the bathroom. You know, as as Sean in full makeup, uh, full full disguise is trying to escape her. He finally escapes out of the hotel room, but her friend catches him, and now we've got some questions.
1: Yeah, and 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 it seems now that that Marlon is into some really. Oh, you're just sleeping with this ugly white girl. I was like, no, no, you don't understand, baby. I'm not cheating on you. He's a man. Right. And then that, that just makes him, of course, look even weirder. Yeah, uh, because of 2005 or whenever this movie came out.
0: Now, the uh, the actual Wilson sisters end up at the hotel. The agents catch them. The uh, thinking that it's uh, that it's the the Wayans brothers. Um, oh, yeah. The chief wants to have a word with them and. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, that's when they, they try to expose them. Yeah, try to expose the, them. and let the, front, the, old pull the wig Austin off.
1: Powers. Why won't this wig come off?
0: Right. They He's a man, baby. Yeah, rip down the pants and review yeah. that there is no penis. All that stuff. Uh, and so... Uh, There's
1: also the part where they rip off the shirt and then they're impressed by the, the breasts and the girls take it as a compliment. Like,
0: right, yeah. exactly. Because that's exactly how that would work. Uh, yeah. Chief, uh, the chief is now on to them. Uh onto the onto the waynes brothers fires them marlin is mad at sean we've got real friction here uh we we get revealed that the dad of the of the of the girls of the um the vandergelds right uh and the boyfriend have been in on this kidnapping the whole time uh i wrote the i wrote the note here i'm not ensure entirely sure what the plot is at this point but there are 15 minutes left
1: Yeah, this, this is the part where they just need to end the movie and they're not quite sure how, so they yeah, have everyone they're trying to land show the plane. up to a, uh, to a fashion show where yeah. the twins have now been, or the sisters have been invited to be in a fashion show, but then the real sisters show up, but then the fashion show director just thinks they're wearing different clothes, so he sends them to the dressing room and so they're doing the fashion show and Marlon and sean are coming out and then the real sisters are coming out
0: yeah and well sean, sean and Marlon show up still thinking we can stop this kidnapping we know it. we we just need to get this we don't need to get back up we do like we were they recruit the fire oh because the the two the two agents who tried to expose them as yeah. the as their rival Marlon, they get fired everyone gets fired right
1: Yeah. now now they're 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 now they're on their side, right? Yeah, so now like they've they recruited, got,
0: so they got a four-man team uh, trying to uncover all the stuff. Yeah, they, we got the fashion show. Um, everyone is, is amazed I, by how quickly they change, even though— they look I basically
1: want to fast-forward to all of this just to get to the part where Terry Crews takes a bullet. That's fine. Well, everything that happens next is kind of just like there's a fight scene, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You can watch the movie. But the important thing is, there's a point where uh, Vandergeld, the father, of course, turns out that he was behind everything because he's broke and he's trying to figure out a way to and make he's still money. still trying whatever. to
0: kidnap the girls, yeah. So,
1: yeah. so he does the the whole like bad guy speech about what he's about to do, whatever, and then points a gun at Marlon and fires. Terry Cruz comes out of nowhere, jumps, takes the bullet, falls down on the ground, shot, right? And so uh, Vandergeld is, is arrested, everything that's going on, and so Marlon goes to Terry Crews and says, thank you for saving my life pretty much, but there's something I need to tell you. That And and then he pulls off the mask and pulls off the wig and reveals himself. And Terry Crews, of course, is shocked and taken aback. And he says, wait, you mean to tell me that you are not? And Marlon says, I'm not a girl, that's right. He says, you're not white? Oh, the deception. The betrayal! you deceived me. <laughs> and so he's... So Marlon's trying to, like, reason with him, and he's like, he says, Negro, please, didn't someone tell you this was an all-white party? Get this Jigaboo away from me.
0: (laughs) They should have ended the movie right there.
1: Oh my no no they shouldn't because a little bit later he gets up and he's walking out and he's walking out with the real Vandergilt twins or, or no the whatever the name of the, the girls Wilson are Wilsons the yeah. real Wilson sisters and one he's walking out he's got one under each arm as he's walking out and and all we we pick up the conversation mid stroll and one of the girls says a wheelchair and he says yes but the feeling will come back I promise and then he breaks out to me away walking fast, Stacey's fast, and I'm homebound, back up Tony. And Tony, his assistant, it was, it was, that's why we needed that last scene for dismount.
0: Uh, Worthy. Yes. I promise we didn't. Oh my God. You didn't, think
1: that was, you didn't laugh when she just says <laughs> a wheelchair? I promise that the, the feeling will come back soon? No? They didn't do anything
0: for you. It's it. a funny callback, but then they go to the song one too many times. You can't uh, just keep going back to the song.
1: No, no, man. You go back to the song, no, man. You got no, to,
0: that's beating you the got dead to, horse.
1: That's, no, no, it's not. The horse is alive, and it ran, it ran across that finish line. The, ho- that the it,
0: horse is glue at this point.
1: No, 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 no. It's it's glue that keeps this movie together. That's what it is. <laughs>
0: oh boy. <laughs> um, the chief reinstates all the agents. Sean makes his move on the reporter. By the way, he saved her because he dove in front of a in front of a bullet from the dad. Um, tells her who he really is. He's not some celebrity. He's not some uh, mm-hmm. high high paid athlete. Thinking-
1: I make he thirty thousand dollars a year. I was like, wow. After
0: yeah, after taxes makes thirty a year and he lives in New York. How does that possible?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Especially like FBI agents be more than that. Yeah, they gotta make way more than that, right? Line of fire, I'm like cool, yeah. man.
0: Um Marlon and his wife make up, uh, recognize he need to do more from her. That's what he's learned from the from the group of women. Um and then my last my last uh, note is a question of is this movie uh woke or is it uh, everything that's a problem and i honestly don't know it's a genuine it's question
1: neither. it's neither it's just a movie that's having fun man
0: okay fun. all right so that's uh that's that movie uh i have two notes uh one i mentioned earlier i think that the the special effects um the makeup effects were made by the guy who did mrs doubtfire in the mask Oh, really? Yeah.
1: The mask, I can see. Mrs. Duffer and I Mrs. Dalfour looked very authentic.
0: Yeah, looked very authentic.
1: But then yeah. again, Robin Williams kind of looks like an old white woman anyway.
0: Yeah, it didn't take much, and it's, you know, white, white, instead of making yeah. black people look white. Like it's, And that's always going to be different. Uh, and then the other note, the Terry Crews uh, thousand miles scene, mm-hmm. one take. Wow. In, in the car. That's impressive that he got wow. that. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow, with the choreography and the words and everything. Yeah, See, I'm One telling take. you, man. That's that. Hey, by the way, I was out with uh, Black Trey this weekend. Uh huh. Big group of people, multiple ethnicities. We asked them what was what was the thing that put that song over the top. Everyone said white chicks, man. Everyone yeah, said white chicks.
0: They don't not, like no. That was a monster hit well before that movie was made. I'm telling you, like that's not a case. That's not
1: the case. We're exactly, doing this exactly. again.
0: That's not the case. Uh. It's a second yeah. peak.
2: It's okay. It didn't break the song. Higher,
1: higher peak. It's a uh, second higher peak. I
0: don't
1: think so. All right. Uh without further ado, give me the Tony Medley. You don't we have, know Tony we, have, we, have Medley, a, we have
0: a Tony Medley review.
1: Yeah. If you don't know who Tony Medley is, if you, this is for some reason the first episode you ever listened to, there's a guy named Tony Medley who reviews every movie and he is glorious. And that's all you really need to know because the rest you'll learn when you hear this review.
0: Hit me. Yep. It so gives it a five out of ten. Wow! That's the biggest upset out of anything wow. we've ever. Wow! That he Tony gave us a five out of ten. Yeah. Marcus, okay. aka Marlon Wayans and Kevin Copeland, Sean Wayans, are inept FBI agents who impersonate two bitchy white debutantes in the Hamptons in order to investigate a kidnapping ring. This is sort of some like it hot 1959 meets Mean Girls 2004, introduced by uh, Watermelon Man 1970. But it isn't as good as any of them, except maybe Watermelon Man. It's not that it doesn't have its moments. It does. There are some very funny sequences, and the Wayne's become fairly attractive white women. <laughs> oh. I can't tell who's who, but it's marred first by toilet humor. I've never thought anything that takes place while an actor is sitting on a toilet even the remotest bit funny, or the remotest bit, remotest bit entertaining. Second, Sometimes and maybe bad. worse, is the low class, gross humor in which it indulges. For me, these things outweigh negatively more than the rest of the film is positive. He thinks the Wayans are attractive white women in this movie.
1: Here's the only question I want to ask now: Did Tony Medley yank it to white girls or white chicks?
0: He definitely did it. So. Well, not in the initial viewing because he does it with the media, right? He's a critic. So no way he's he takes the his theater. job very yeah. seriously. There's no way he's in the theater.
1: Well, after after he after. But after if that thing came did.
0: on FX at some point, TBS at some point, yeah, he absolutely
1: did. Oh, good for you, Tony Medley. Good for him. Hey, man, you find love where you can find love. Sometimes you find it in the palm of your hand. <laughs> I don't think that's love.
0: All right, verdict. Uh, I mean, Fobre
1: 5. Look, okay, so I'm just going to say this. Upon viewing it from start to finish, it's a lot slower than I remember, and it has a lot of... Yeah, It's long. Down, yeah, it's got a lot of down down patches. But I submit to you, the peaks are so high that I'm going to file. It, it is funny, man. Like those, the, uh, This is, Actually, this is what I'll say. You can probably glean most of the humor, 98% of the funniest parts, just watching clips on YouTube. Having said that, I enjoyed this movie. I'm giving it a file.
2: Maze? Okay, so we talked about something Like It Hot. We talked about Mrs. Doubtfire, which did a similar premise, and I think both of them did it more believably. The premise of this movie... It, Pushes my willing suspension of disbelief to its limit. I'm just not buying it. They don't look like white women. It kind I, of
0: ruins like, the movie like for women. me. I can't yeah, get past it. Like they look terrible. Yeah, I don't even like. It doesn't. I don't even care if they do it as well as Mrs. Doubtfire or something like that. Like none of that matters to me. What matters is like I want it to be funny. Terry Crews is. A shining star in this movie.
2: He got sure. a career out of it. He's fantastic. In it. I think sure. he's great. It's okay. not enough. The Wayans brothers humor doesn't do it for me. The costumes
0: really don't do it for me. I'm out. Folk. I can even I can even buy the commentary that like, "Look, they all look alike. All these white women look alike." That's why the, that's the layered joke of I these I feel
1: like you- I feel like you're getting caught up in the looks department and like, how they look. Me?
0: No, I'm 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 addressing what what may said. Okay. Um in that so like I, like if I think back on it and I'm trying to be objective and and actually do a a good job of assessing this. Like I can buy a layered joke that it doesn't matter how hideous Sean and Marlon look. Like there's going to be some faction that believes hey, they look like the the sisters, right? Right. Like, I think I think that's part of the humor involved or the intended humor involved, I would say. Um, and so, like, look, I've been shitting on this movie a lot right throughout this episode and I'm trying to be objective and I'm trying to assess it properly. Uh, but I mean, I would never watch this movie again. What? I don't even know that I would watch the clips. What? Yeah, it's just not. There's no moment that is funny enough for me to be like, all right. Yeah, I want to see that again. What? It's, a, it's a phobe.
1: She don't know it yet, but that's why. he. What, Tony? You hand me my boots, cause I'm about to go skiing. The scene in the car—you've got to watch this. You never want to watch that again. I saw it. I'm impressed oh. that it took one take. That's impressive. You're, you're out of here, man. You, 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 you're, you're, you're out of here.
0: Leave your comments if you agree, or File, the bu- in the, the in the ball. Discord or on Twitter.
1: The big bald buff dude with the fur—that's my trainer. <laughs> I, I,
0: do you watch Titanic? <laughs> like,
1: come on, man! Oh my God, yo! Thanks for
0: subscribing to the Patreon. Uh, tell your friends about it. We've got uh, a lot more of these. We've got Snark Hoops. We've got uh, Bomb. We've got Woke Bros. We got all that good stuff, right? We got yeah. all the the TV should book we, club and all that. Should stuff. we do?
1: Should we do a quick cinephobe at the live show in San Francisco?
0: We absolutely should. So let's figure out let's figure out a scene of a movie oh or what I got, I got one for you
1: yeah because yeah? that's what we did that's what we did in, in Chicago yeah we,
0: we introduced it before the, the yeah. ep- or before the podcast really came out we hadn't made a podcast at that point right
1: oh it re- oh it hadn't dropped it yeah, had, so.
0: oh, had had yeah we so
1: had think we Yeah, yeah think we had two that oh, episode okay. had dropped and we we just took that that portion because it was
0: oh that's we, right yeah we did it All well yeah and, we'll do and that and again in, in San Francisco so October 12th at the independent, uh, tickets. I think we have a couple tickets left. VIP's uh-huh. gone. I, check count the dings.com, but I think there might be some tickets left. There might be a couple left. Uh, but I basically, I think we're basically at capacity and sold out. Um, so you may have to get them secondhand through the discord. If not, and there's still some available, you got to get them now because the show is, if not, it's, if not sold out, it's about to be. Except if you're Tony it. Medley, Tony Medley, you get Tony in. Medley, open invite. You can come review the show
1: and just, just uh, and and
0: bringing, the, like, but we're gonna bring you we're gonna bring you up on stage and, and ask you to explain why you wanted to fuck Sean and Marlon Wayans's wife. Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Making my way downtown, walking fast, taking fast, and I'm homebound. And I want you, and I miss you, and now I wonder if I could fall into the sky Do you think time would pass me by Oh, cause you know I walk a thousand miles. miles If I could just see you tonight That
0: song was great two years before